after uh, the village drunk finished up <laughs> finished up his painting last weekend. I don't know last, why, because I knew who did your painting, <laughs> but it took me an eighth of a second to realize that it was that it was Rusty. Oh, poor Rusty. Uh, great guy. Great guy. Great man. Just drinks too. Uh, much. You know who else is a great man? The village idiot. <laughs> So you're in eighth grade, you're finally starting to notice chicks, you're combing your mustache, <laughs> yeah. putting on your newest striped polo. Hey Steve, you want to go on a date tonight? And if it was a Wednesday, I would have had to say, sorry girl, gotta go learn about Peter, Paul, and What's the rest of the apostles. You want to come with? Want to talk Judas on the way? After you just go into the engine, you rip a few of the nozzles off, or... You rip a few of those nozzles and tubes off and punch it, see how fast it goes compared to a minute ago, and boom, got a go-kart. Oh, can you pass the M&Ms? Oh, sorry, Steve. Oh, possibly a peanut butter rack. Yeah, it's, a, it's a new day. Oh. the ticket. We should start rolling here in a few minutes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, look at that. Oh, wait, that's the intro. Here you go. Oh, let's... Oh. oh. Just, just grab a handful real quick. I mean... He... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. These are uh, M&M, Steve. But they're not like you run in the mill. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Excuse me. Peanut butter inside of in them. In the middle, yeah. It's like a little little chunk of heaven. You know, what What world are we living in where a guy can get candy-coated chocolate shell, mm-hmm. peanut butter on the inside? Yeah. What a day. Boy, that's brain food right there. Oh. Eat, it, eat it before everything important. Mm-hmm. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast. It's Monday, oh. Monday, March 19th, 2018, the year of our Lord. Yes, we are recording. Um, unbeknownst to us, did kind of sneak up on us. The intro just started, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Guillermo... Our engineer just fired the intro. Thank you, come on, guys. We got a we got a a five twenty start time. You know that. Yeah, and I think he's tired of sitting back there waiting mm-hmm. while we lollygag and do nothing of import up here other than listen to music there, on YouTube. There was quite a bit of lollygagging today. Yeah, we've been here nearly an hour. Yeah, this is one of the later starts we'll ever see. <laughs> this is about as late as we can. Yeah, as we can. Record. I think if we had started five minutes later, I'd have just said, "Let's cancel it." Yeah, considering this uh, this episode will be released in about 13 hours yeah. from now, um, we're cutting it pretty close. Normally, we record on Sundays. Yeah. Not happening yesterday. Not happening at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, like you said, this is this is as late as it goes. Yeah. Uh, I think once we start broaching like 6 p.m. Mm. for a start, that's where, uh, that's where we're going to miss a week. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was going to happen last week. Mm-hmm. I was a little sure. I was a little convinced it was going to happen this week. Yeah. and Because uh, normally we at least touch base throughout the day. Like, sure. hey, what time you want to record? Four o'clock, five o'clock. Nothing. Yeah. So the first I heard from you was... Uh, not true. Not true. <laughs> when you knocked on the door. That may be the first you heard, Steve. Right, right. But the you, first, yeah, the first notice was, you received. I, I, I give the weekly message. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way. And then when I was on my way, I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> we never had that final, like, what time, and I told you, so I was like, either he's sleeping, he's caught up in something, maybe elbow deep in a, in a carburetor spring, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah there are springs. There's springs on a carburetor. There don't are. joke with me right I now. I swear. Oh, yeah. No big deal. It's a W. <laughs> um, Old kid still got it. So I thought, you know what? I'm like three minutes away. I better call. I better call just to be sure. Didn't answer. I thought, oh, this is it. I'm going to be knocking <laughs> on a door. One. Annette's going to be like sleeping. I'm going to wake mm. up Lola or something because, you know, fresh off of fresh off of devastating uh, foot surgery for, yeah. for poor Lola. Yeah. And I thought, this is it. I'm going to ruin it all. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I confidently strode to the door, knocked yeah. on it. Everything was good. And we I were came ready to, to roll. Yeah, I came to the door. Uh, I showed off the new hardwood flooring in the house that yeah. took literally like the six hours? entire weekend. Oh, so not like a, a no, short work no, shift? No. no. You no. didn't get started at like Saturday at like nine in the morning, done by three with a nap in the middle? Uh, no. No, not quite. Um, So is it safe to say, then, that this project took on a very Steve-like manner in that it took um, maybe too long? No, we anticipated it. Okay. It was going to take the whole weekend. Um, So our plan was Friday night, we rip out all of the old gold carpeting. Mm -hmm. Yes, gold. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Great looking carpet, nice fantastic, pad. fantastic. Uh, more stains than I could have ever imagined right. underneath that carpet. So we had to rip out. It was about four hundred fifty to five hundred square feet of carpeting. Okay. So both of us, Annette and I, both drastically underestimated it. I I thought hour and a half. She's like, yeah, maybe two hours. Four hours later, boy, it's Bob time all over. Again. It is. It is. So we start. We didn't start until like eight thirty or nine o'clock on Friday night. So oh. we didn't finish until almost one in the morning. Um, got all the carpet out, which was the easy part. But then you have to take out the the little tack strip that mm-hmm. goes all around the room, and then the carpeting pad is. I still don't understand why they put so many staples in it's it. It's unbelievable because it's under the carpet. It's right. not going to go anywhere. So put a couple staples in the in the corners, mm-hmm. just so it's. It's laid out. Yeah, security's sake. So it doesn't roll up when you're trying to put the carpet sure. in. Sure. I get that. But why do I need 1,000 staples in there? Because I had to pull every one of them out. Right. Because we were putting down the flooring. So, yeah, it was... Didn't think about just maybe slapping that wood on top of those staples. Thought about it. But... Save yourself if, if another was, hour. If it was the old house... You'd have done it. Probably would have done it. Right. But, uh, so we finished that and then went to bed. And our plan was... Uh, we wanted to get up because I had to go out and either buy or rent a nailer that we had to use to to nail the flooring down. Um, and I thought that one of the local stores had one for purchase. They opened at 8 o'clock. So I thought on Friday night I'm looking it up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get there as close to 8 as I can. Go in there, buy the thing, be back at the house by 8.30, be well on our way. By 9 o'clock we'll be bam, 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 putting yeah. down carp, or putting down uh, the, the first boards. Noon, hardwood done. <laughs> done completely and we had a goal our, our goal for the first day was to get like the first half of the living room and then the hallway that goes to the front door yeah I, I said if we can get that knocked out in the first day we'd be we'd be sitting pretty right that would be great well uh first problem came when i opened my eyes saturday morning and i looked at the clock and it was nine thirty. i slept until nine thirty. Right. which so you slept in a little bit which is I couldn't tell you the last time I slept even close to that late. Right. Normally on weekends, I'm up by 7.30, maybe 8. Right. So I 
I woke up, I look over, Annette's not there. The dog's not there. And I sent... Someone got an early start. Yeah. So I grabbed my phone and I sent Annette a text and I said, 9.30? Question mark. I was like, why didn't you wake me up? Yeah. And she said, I don't know. You looked like you were tired. Well, yeah, of course I did. I was asleep. So... Yeah, but you had a plan though. Yeah, we needed to get stuff done. So I jumped up out of bed, ran downstairs, grabbed something to eat real quick and uh, called, a, uh, called around to a few places and finally found a place that had this thing for rent because it turned out that the store I wanted to go to does not have it for purchase. Oh, okay. So I had to rent it. I had to go to the backup. Yeah, which is fine. The place is actually much closer than the other store, so I went there. And the guy said, yeah, you do this, you do this, hook the airline up there, you hit it there, adjust it this way, you'll be good. So we got back to the house, and uh, with hardwood flooring, if you've never done it before, the, the hardest part is the first row. The first course of boards, because when the the tool that you use, it like hooks into the board and then you hit it with a hammer on an angle and it fires a nail down into the board. But since that board isn't secured in any way, when you hit it, it has a tendency to slide around and everything. So until you swing around like a pendulum. Yeah. So until you get that, those first couple rows in everyone that you put in, it feels like it's kind of shifting a little. So I set the thing up. Put the first row down. Go to hammer it in. I'm like, bam! Makes a loud noise. And I see a little nail head. I'm like, hey, all right. One nail down. Couple thousand to go. I get to... So I put like five nails in the first board. I get to the end of the board. And I realize that board is still completely moving. Oh, good. Like, I reached down and picked it up off the floor. So the nails were going in. But somehow, and I don't understand how this happens, mm-hmm. the anatomy of a nail, Kyle. You got the sharp end that goes into the wood first, mm-hmm. and then you got the nail head, which goes in. So that's usually yeah. like, a, like a flat side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell me how the head of the nail was going into the board, right. but the spiky part of the nail yeah. was remaining in the gun. Okay, so so here's here's what I'm hearing. My nails were like doing yeah. somersaults you, in the gun. You've got a gymnastic voodoo nailer. Yeah, that's the only way. I, that's the only thing I can think of is that thing is possessed by a demon who was a gymnast mm-hmm. and is somersaulting these nails inside the nail gun. Yeah. So it took me forever to realize that the nails weren't actually coming out of the the gun. Um, until I finally looked at it really closely and I saw like the little, the little tip of a nail sticking out of the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's not good. That seems jammed up. I tried sticking a, a, a pair of pliers in there to pull it out. Wouldn't come out. Get in the car. Back to the store. Back to the rental store. Hey, you gave me a crap nailer. So I brought a piece of the wood with us. I was like, this is what it's doing. I don't know how this is happening. Um, the guy takes the, the thing back into the shop, completely disassembles the nail gun, and he's like, hey, come on back. Come come and check this out. So we go back and look at it, and he's just got like a handful of nails that, instead of being straight, are curled up like little, like little worms. Oh, good. So they were somehow jammed in there, which caused the other nails to do somersaults, <laughs> which I don't, I still don't understand. That's quite incredible. He pieced the whole thing back together for us. We did a couple test nails there. Everything worked. Great. Back to the house. At this point, 
Our 9 o'clock start time has now been pushed back till almost 3 p.m. By the time we get all of this figured out. In the meantime, we had made plans to meet up with you and Katie at 7.30. So now I'm thinking, even if we, like, hit our stride, we only have, I don't know, maybe three, three and a half hours before we have to get ready to go out. Just enough room, just enough to probably get the whole (laughs) kitchen done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So we, uh... Started working it, so I ripped all the stuff that we had laid out. I took it all back out. I'm like, no, we're gonna start fresh. Yeah, everything's gonna be good. First board goes down straight. Hey, hey, reach down and pull on it. It's nice and secure. Mm-hmm. Second board, no problem. Third, third board is where the problem started. Oh God! So I really, third, I thought you just promised me that you were about to hit your stride, Steve. There can't be more well, problems. This is the third board out of approximately god let's see there was 24 boxes of wood i think there mm-hmm. was 10 boards mm-hmm. per box no that doesn't sound right i think it's 20 no it's it's almost i think it's almost 20 boards per box so we had about 500 boards okay. to put down and i'm running into problems on board number 3 and after <laughs> nailing one in and just as i nail it in it shifted so then i had to pry the nail back out Line it up again. Hammer and nail in again. Shifts again. I can promise you I would already be on the phone with somebody who could do that. Yeah. And asking how much? That's fine. Yeah. Sounds I'll, good. You sure you don't want to add a zero? I'm a sucker. I'll pay it. So after the process of pulling a nail out of a board about a dozen times, where yeah. now the board is just mangled. Yeah. Throw one <laughs> in the garbage. You're right. down a board. That was my test piece. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it happened one more time. I stood up. I took my safety glasses off, spiked them on the ground like a football, said, I don't know why the F we do this, S, and walked out of the house. Oh, my God. So this is, I mean, not exactly the same because it wasn't directed anywhere, but I can't help but be mentally reminded of the the drywall breakdown of 2016 <laughs> once more, Steve. Well, I wasn't the one who broke down that time. Well, yes, that's very true, because you caused it with your negative attitude and outburst. Uh, If anything, my attitude was positive, uh, reinforcing, we can do this. We got this. No problem. Your exact words when you caused your now wife to weep carrying drywall down. I don't know. What were they? I I don't remember. (laughs) I was hoping you would, because I don't. All I remember (laughs) is there was a real positive affirmation that you, in fact, made your then-girlfriend, now-wife, Annette... Yeah, not even fiancé at the time. ...cry because you didn't like the way she was carrying drywall down the stairs? she was doing it wrong. I mean, there's a way to... Was she carrying it the wide way? It won't fit, Steve. I can't fit it. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. It it, it was not the correct way. So she was no doubt punching holes in it with her fist on accident. That's why. So this time, you've grown. You were were probably 18 when that happened? Yeah, I was... Yeah, 18. 18, 20. 18 going on. You're uh, thinking... 35. Sure. You're thinking jet skis. Right, because you're so young and, and yeah. ill-informed, so you've grown. Mm-hmm. So this time, you instead take your outburst, you make your outburst uh, against no nobody or no nothing in particular. 
Well, it was against the I was very mad at the board. Yeah. Uh, very mad at the nailer. And uh, you take... Very mad at that email that just came through. And so you decided, in your own better judgment, to walk away from the situation. Mm-hmm. Diffuse the situation. Instead of, like we know in times past, lashing out at your significant <laughs> other. Uh well, still, I still don't agree with that that sentiment. Um, I feel was, like I should send her a text and say, "Do you remember that's fine. what Steve said to make you cry when you were carrying drywall down?" And again, we say that laughing, and I'm sure at the time that was one of the worst things ever because you've yeah. made this woman you're living with, mm-hmm. who you love, wasn't even living with her. We hadn't even been dating a year at that point. We had been dating her- for. Eight months, nine months, maybe, and you were obviously you were like we talked again. The story is a repeat, but you were you were uh, remodeling the basement because you were because I to, was going to move in. You were going to move in, and you gave her a piece of her mind or a piece of your mind. I nope, nope. Uh, I do remember a quote of hers, and it was um, through tears and sniffles, and it was stop yelling at oh me. This is and. It, at no point did I yell at her. It was, but I understand what she meant, though. It wasn't. It wasn't what I was saying. It was how I was saying it. Sure. So the tone, yes, it probably did come off as though I was, I was yelling at her. But um, because there's ways you can say things, like even if it's obviously not you're you're not yelling. But if I look at you and say, "Is it on yet?" You get the tone. Yeah. Right? You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Hey, presumably, like, I'm holding something. Is your side on? This mm-hmm. is heavy. Fix it, dummy. <laughs> so in your mind, you're simply asking, you want to get around that corner <laughs> with the drywall? But in actuality, you're saying, hey, idiot, get this around the corner. It's heavy. You know, I don't, I don't know why we're bringing up the past. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, I like looking forward. Right. Forward to the future. Yeah. Hey, you've made a happy home. Mm-hmm. No other issues in terms of uh, uh, screaming at her about uh, carrying things improperly. Nope. Not even You once. fixed her. Yeah. Right? That's what you told me, is that that, that woman is needs a fixing, <laughs> and I got her on the drywall. Yeah. I'm fixing to fix her. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, good. Now, another... Now, you may have you may remember I told you I woke up at 9.30. I was out the door by 10 o'clock to go pick up that gun, yet we didn't actually get a board nailed down until 3 o'clock. So what was huh. I doing with that uh, that five-hour span of that's, time? That's a large, it's a large portion of your Saturday. Now, if I know you, mm-hmm. you decided to uh, refurnish your deck. No, no, no. You decided you needed new windows. Uh, no. Okay. Boy, I'm out of big ideas. You decided uh, to tear apart the Jeep. No. No, not negative what, on, a, on all counts. What did you do for five hours that ili- that okay. didn't allow your start time until three in the afternoon? Which, by the way, if I had gone from 9.30 to three without starting, I would have pushed it a whole <laughs> week. I'd have said, you know what? Next weekend's free. We'll get it then. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you to divert your attention to my right, your left, where you <laughs> see this. Um, do you happen to see this? Um, huh. I don't know. It can only best be described as the portal to hell <laughs> in the wall next to me. So, again, you have now torn up your entire upstairs carpet. Yeah. What you could, have? What it, could this hole in the wall 
possibly have how could this possibly be connected to the floor project upstairs you have an empty floor you have the proper nailer you have all of the flooring you need you have a willing significant other and at some point you decided i gotta go cut gotta go explore a 12 by 36 inch hole no no this was already cut if you don't remember there's oh okay there's a, there's a panel over it. Okay. There's an access panel. So what we wall. have is a pretty accurately a 12 by 36 mm-hmm. rectangular hole in your wall. Well, I, let me clarify that, and I, and I don't want to step on any toes. In our studio wall <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, it's great for acoustics. Um, were you burying something dead? No. Okay. Now, uh, this is one of the mysteries of this house. Um, the room that we're sitting in, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like if you look through into hell, yeah, you see the cinder blocks. Like that's the outside wall of the house. Sure. For reasons unknown to anyone on this planet, this room. Somebody at one point walked into this room and said, "Huh, it's a nice room, but it's a little too big." Could we're gonna, lose. We're going to go ahead and shorten that by about eighteen inches. Yeah. Um, because are we in a bunker? <laughs> are we in <laughs> like somebody's like fear bunker? Well, I always looked at this this panel on the wall, and until just recently, I didn't notice that this room was shortened on one end. Right. So, um, uh, upstairs there's a cable that, like a TV cable, that runs up into the living room for uh, that our cable modem's hooked up to. The problem was that cable ran up through the floor. And then tucked under the old carpet, and then over to the cable modem where it was. So now if I know you, mm-hmm. you obviously took out the, uh, or were able to access uh, this this wall, and in a refusal to allow any cable or outlet or anything to be shown, mm-hmm. you no doubt wound a cord maybe around your roof, came in through a ceiling tile, <laughs> so you have like an outlet on the ceiling with a... Uh, platform with your modem on it now. No, not, not quite but close. Um, I I could not stand the fact that a cable came up through the floor, and I wasn't about to drill a hole in my brand new hardwood flooring to run that cable again. I simply wanted to move it over so it came up inside of a cabinet that's on either side of our uh, fireplace. Okay, so I popped out a ceiling tile here so I could see where the cable went went up into the uh, living room. That is again our black drop down yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Uh, painted in place. Painted, yes. <laughs> Unmovable. So if you look, the cable runs underneath this ceiling. Sure. And all the way back in that corner is where it goes, goes straight up. up. So I needed it to go about a foot that way. Well, what is a foot to the left of where the cable goes? Right. right. I had to go on an exploration. You had to climb in. Or I had to climb in, take a ladder in with me, take a drill and a flashlight, and just randomly start drilling into the ceiling, which would be the floor of the the upstairs. And um, drilled up and uh, yelled to Annette, do you see the drill bit? No. All right, I'll drill again. Drilled again. So I had her upstairs shining a flashlight down into a small hole. Yeah. 
until I finally was able to drill and see a, a just a very tiny bit of daylight. So I did the old trick where you take a, an old wire coat hanger, <laughs> trying to snake it through there so she could grab the end of it and I could pass the cable through. So this is all while you still have not just hours, but full days of work yes. of flooring. You're trying to rerun a wiggle cable. a drill bit. Yeah. 12 inches to the side of where uh, it currently went out. I do have a reasoning for it, and I think it's a valid reason. Right. For, because for me, that was that was priority. Mm-hmm. Because if that cable's not hooked up, we don't have internet. We don't have streaming music, right. which we were listening to all day. We don't have TV that we can watch once we're done for the day and we mm-hmm. want to relax. So... It, to me, it was a no-brainer. That was priority number one. So after me being in this cave for roughly an hour, uh, in and out various times to get tools, finally I ended up finding um, I had bought a two-foot-long drill bit <laughs> uh, a while back when I was hooking up those garage door openers because sure. I needed to drill a really long hole. And I found that, and I was like, oh, perfect. So I just put that in the drill, drilled up, and it finally, she said, I see it, I see it. So I passed the cable up, she hooked it up, we had internet once again. And then we started our project at I mean, that was only So that was only a four to five hour uh, sidestep. Mm. Not yeah. bad. Yeah, it, uh, it worked out pretty well. Well, listen, we have a track record here, Steve, and, and you and I that the fact that that didn't take you three more trips to different hardware stores was probably the upset of the century. You know, this this project, despite it taking forever, other than the the two trips to the uh, tool rental place, which, w- sh- in, in fairness, should have been one trip right. to go and pick the thing up, there were zero other trips involved. I had everything I need. I had I'm everything stunned. I needed. So, we, um, so once we got that first row in... Then we were cooking, man. We were we were chugging along, and it sucks because right about the point that we hit our stride was when we had to stop because we were meeting up with you guys. Oh, okay. We wanted to go out, have a couple drinks, grab some food because mm-hmm. it was St. Patrick's Day. And uh, so I'm looking at the room, I'm like, man, we of the basically we wanted to get to about a little more than the halfway point in the first day. Yeah, we maybe got to the quarter point. Um, oh, it leaves a lot, of le- lot left. Leaves a lot left. So we now you, when Bob was here, mm-hmm. we went out for drinks later on a Saturday, or maybe it was a Friday. You, you you went back. You got right back down to brass tacks. You were out there till one, two in the morning. Mm-hmm. No doubt, convinced your bride. Let's get back to it. Oh God, no, <laughs> no chance. You because, uh, honestly, we would have, but um, we had to make a lot of cuts. We had a bunch of we had a saw running gotcha. constantly to, and since it was so nice out over the weekend, we had the saw out on the back deck. We we're just cutting out there, which was great. We didn't have all the dust in the house, mm-hmm. um, but you know how my neighbors love when I do projects, uh, especially. Oh boy. <laughs> so we figured we would spare them um, the like 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock saw running in the backyard. I know, but I know where this is leading, and I think it's worse. It is worse. You were making cuts on the Lord's Day. All day. On the oh, Lord's day. come on. You didn't even take a break to go worship? We started at the the saw ran. The saw was humming for the first time at 
quarter after nine on a Sunday morning. All right. So, uh, you know what? Honestly, later than I thought you were going to say. And it didn't stop until quarter after eight on Sunday night. Oh. Was when the last cut was made. So, an 11-hour shift. 11-hour shift. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. In this neighborhood. Oh, boy, you're yeah. going to be getting letters. It was, now, I've talked about it before, Steve, and we know how this is going to go. The cul-de-sac convention is not going to stand for you trying to offend the town with your unholy tasks on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine that that people are probably uh, annoyed with me. Yeah. And... The amount that I care is so little. <laughs> so <laughs> Unfortunately, you, I just, I, you know, yeah. I'm trying to make my house look nicer because I live in it. Yeah. And if that... Which, as you've already said, is a never-ending. Never-ending project. You will be doing... Oh, I got to patch up the, the gateway to hell now. Yeah. What do you... What do you, you just you throw some concrete in there? <laughs> hope to never see it again. <laughs> I think I'm going to take this whole wall out. It's not a bad idea. I mean, not anytime soon. It'll. Uh, I mean, definitely before the APS 4.0. We though. could we <laughs> could use a little bit more room, <laughs> a little more elbow room. 18, more. About eighteen inches <laughs> would do the. Now, hear me out here. Mm-hmm. What if we just take a little spot out, anchor the the table right into the wall, right into the concrete, right in there, so it looks like we got our countertop all over <laughs> it already. We just mount these mics right to the false wall, which we're <laughs> staring these, at. These, these mics are they're solidly they're mounted solidly, right here. Yeah, yeah. As you recall, this is, he's he's referencing the microphone that fell over one week ago mm-hmm. and was just sitting on this folding table. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the flooring's done. Mm-hmm. Outside of uh, some light trim work. Yeah, we have trim work. We have a couple of other pieces that have to be. Um, I have to cut them, but I need to use my friend's saw. Mm. We were over there th- two or three times yesterday. To oh, use so you saw. Fi- so you filled in those trips to the hardware store mm-hmm. with trips to somebody else's house so you could cut. But you needed but again, to cut. It again, makes sense. That was that was all uh, that was all pl- pre-planned. Yeah. We knew that we were going to have to do that. Okay. Um, and luckily, he lives maybe two miles from here. Good. So shot right over there. Cut some pieces. Came back here and. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you how sore I am from just like being hunched over the yeah. entire weekend. So start to finish. Oh yeah, I would that's, say that's the grand total. Well, do I count the the attempted start time on Saturday? Because technically, hmm. we were we were trying to do work. Yeah, I think ten thirty. Okay, we started. Well, first we got four hours. Okay. Running total here. Four hours Friday night, ripping out carpet. Mm-hmm. Attempted to start at 10, we'll say 10.30 mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Went until 6.30 because we met you guys around 7.30. Mm-hmm. So that's eight hours right there. Eight plus four, that's so 12. That's a full shift to start. Yeah. yeah. 12 hours plus a solid 11 hours yesterday. Oh, 23 hours. Now, surely you've... You've laid down in the warm, inviting feel of your new hardwood floor. Mm-hmm. Just really enjoyed it, enveloped your body and your back. Yeah. On that inviting, warm <laughs> bamboo bamboo floor. <laughs> yeah. Felt like a koala rolling around on it. 
gnawing on it. The sense of accomplishment is fantastic. I don't doubt it. But um, let me tell you when else I feel accomplished. And it's like I go to work, right? And it's it's before, a little before seven, and maybe I you know I leave the door unlocked, and I come home, and my whole house was carpeted, <laughs> and a check was handed over, and I thought, I've got about. 23 hours this weekend of free time that I can now fill in. At one point, I said to Annette, I can't wait to go back to work on Monday. That's right. I was looking forward to waking up at 3.45 because it was going to be less taxing on my body than than, what we did. But now the, the rush is on because the trim has to be put up. Yeah. Well, you can't look like an idiot. And then the trim has to be painted. And we need to have it done in the next two weeks because we're having people over for for uh, yeah, Easter. Me included. Yeah, that's right. You're coming over. Big uh, big Easter plans made. Would you say you were bringing over? Cadbury I'm bringing cream over eggs? a basket of Cadbury cream eggs, Mm-mm. and uh, because you guys are going like highfalutin society on me, yeah, I will be bringing over a it's like a six year old frozen ham. <laughs> I might thought That's for, nice you. For, for you guys to cook up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I can share in you and your family and loved ones Easter because I am free. Uh, no obligations. So your wife is working. And by no obligations, I mean no invites <laughs> to any Easter Wait, functions. No, I believe that it was you who last year you did a a, a family free twenty seventeen. Family free twenty seventeen is totally different you, than an Easter dinner. Do you think that perhaps the reason you have no invites is because the family took it a bit personally that you did you not only did but bragged about family free yeah. twenty seventeen? Very proud of myself that I was able to avoid holiday parties in general, but in this case, now that I'm lonely. <laughs> With, I would have appreciated an invite or two. Okay. Well, you got an invite. We invited you uh, on Saturday night. We yeah. invited you to... Just tell me what I need to bring. You, you know, maybe just leave everything at home. We got it covered. You don't need me to bring... I nah. mean, like a, a couple potatoes. <laughs> you want like a baked one? <laughs> just, <laughs> just one. <laughs> How many people are we talking? Uh, it's going to be me and Annette and uh, Michelle and Alfredo. And then uh, her parents, so that's six, and a baby. So we got six and a six and an infant. So I figure me would be seven, plus an infant. I figure four nice-sized potatoes <laughs> will get us all through this dinner, right? Yeah. I mean, with everything else you described, you're having uh, like fresh roasted rosemary-dipped uh, leg of lamb killed well, we in are, the backyard type of doing, thing. Yeah, we're uh, Alfredo, my brother-in-law, is going to be making lamb chops. Hmm. And I cannot wait. You ever had lamb chops before? No, but I'll have a ham. You want to have lamb chops? You can't insult the cook on Easter. It's uh, blasphemous. That's why Jesus was... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ in the Bible... Yeah insulted the cook alfredo alfredo hypothetical fredo alfredo not fredo from the godfather (laughs) he insulted alfredo's lamb chops alfredo's lamb chops and for that reason 
as you aptly put it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got okay. It's, uh, it's the untold story. I tell you what, I've never been to an Easter Sunday service at church. I don't think I need it. Why would I? Why would I need to go now? <laughs> yeah. um, just to- well, I can't. I cannot suffer, Steve. And I can't say this enough. I find myself saying this all the time. I won't suffer the same fate as Jesus Christ. <laughs> So it sounds like I'll be eating the lamb chop. Yeah, exactly. You do not insult Alfredo and his lamb chops. Yeah. Now, uh, be forewarned that there will be a uh, there will be a blessing before the before the meal. So, what time? How much? How much should I prepare? Well, uh, no, no, not not by you. (laughs) Okay. Um, All I ask is that you don't uh, kneel or do some other kind of protest (laughs) that I know that you're in full support of. First of all, you shut me down at the wedding. Now you're that, telling that, me you were not shut. I specifically stood in between. Now you're going to you try to tell and me the DJ and said Let on this Easter man talk. Sunday, the day the, the 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 resurrection of the man who insulted the cook, Jesus. I can't say a few words. You can. You can do it. There. All right. All right. The blessing is yours. Yes. Now, do I have to bless the food people? Do I need to know anything about the people before I give them the blessing? Uh, do I, I bless could, I individually? Could, I could give you some notes. Now, do I need anything like wafers or uh, some fake wine? Is that not not this? No, no, no. I don't think we we don't need to we don't need to have communion. <laughs> we're not doing okay. We're not taking communion. No, at Easter Sunday dinner. No, no, probably not necessary. Okay. That's uh, typically reserved for you know church. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay, the blessing's yours. So we got, uh, we're doing legs of lamb, the rest of the lamb right in the garbage. Nobody yeah. wants it. No. Right? Trash lamb. What a weird body part. Yeah. To, like, the leg. The leg. Because what is the, like, people who really like a steak, like a nice steak, what portion of the of the horse is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, the neck. The neck? Yeah. That's the, that's the prime portion. It's the tastiest part of the horse. Yeah, it's real, 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 uh, real fatty. Yeah, real little, little gristle. Yeah, if you cook it just right. Yeah, yeah, just a just a nice thin shear right off of the mm-hmm. neck muscles. Yeah, where where does the like a, the finest steak come from? Like what uh, portion? It's like the 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 quarter round. Like the I guess so kind of like the leg area, like the the top of the back of a leg. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, man, I never really thought about it. No. no. What other pieces of lamb are used? Can we make anything else happen? I feel like you're wasting 70% of a lamb by just pitching it into the garbage after you chop it, after you James Brown it. You know, I'm glad that you're asking this. The ultimate guide to lamb cuts. Oh, good. Uh, let's see. Okay. Now, if you avert your eyes to the Jumbotron, I'm sorry, I know it's a big... A big ask yeah, for you to it's turn. A, it's a 90 degree. Neck! Look at that! The neck is one of the... Wow, the lamb neck. It shoulder, actually is. Loin, rack, chop, breast. Weird that that's the breast. Yeah. Well, that goes back to the uh, that meme of, if <laughs> dogs were to wear pants, what would they... <laughs> right? Yeah. Then uh, you got the rump, you got the leg of a shank. That's like the... It's like an ankle. Oh, yeah. yeah there can't a, be anything good there. Yeah. It's like That's what it. you give your dog to chew on. Yeah, yeah, like a marrow bone. Yeah. So okay, so, so you take the, you take the lamb, you James Brown it, <laughs> yes, and then you, 
and you you give you got all your other slim pickings. You 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 take the neck. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm having uh, I'm having lamb chops. You're having uh, yeah. Oh wait, I don't remember if he said leg of lamb or lamb chops. Well, you're having one of those two. Okay, it's gonna be. Uh, oh, I'm excited now. Now that's well done. I'm presuming with a one on the side. <laughs> Ketchup, maybe. Ketchup on the side. Yeah. So there we go. There's uh, you're officially invited for Thanksgiving. Uh, you, are you officially accepting the no, invite? I can't come. <laughs> I already had you penciled in for grace. <laughs> you're gonna have to find someone else to say the uh, individual blessings. What about the potatoes? How, where are we gonna go? I'll, I'll bake them and drop them off. Four, four. <laughs> Just throw them through your window. That is as promised, Steve. Easter dinner, Easter Sunday dinner will be four extra large mm-hmm. baked potatoes okay. for the seven of you, or right. the six of you, yeah, to then share. Uh, once I drop them off, you can mash them at your own leisure. Or eat them in a baked okay, fashion. So, so basically, you're giving us raw potatoes <laughs> that I have to... I'll heat them up. <laughs> I can promise you that. I'm a cook. Mm. That's my art. Um, no, it's actually funny, because uh, I came out on su- uh, Sunday. Sunday, I found out that Easter weekend, I will be uh, finishing my own DIY project of the entire bathroom renovation. Tackling that on your own? No, goodness no, Steve. I wouldn't. I I would just end up with shards of a wood vanity mm-hmm. uh, and water plummeting from where there once was a toilet. So that project is underway. Yeah, it's taken a, out. You're, you're in the deconstruction phase, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, I took out all the tile by myself on Saturday. Steve on Friday mm-hmm. uh, had a. What can only be described as a day filled with drinking on Thursday. Yeah. And I think in an act of revolt or punishment, my wife around 9, 30, 10 o'clock Friday morning said, hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we take that tile out? I thought, okay, there's two of us. Hammers, mm-hmm. you know, a couple, maybe some screwdrivers to pop yeah. the tiles. A couple garbage cans. Done in like a half hour, right? Until she sat down in the hallway and watched me do it for more than an hour Hmm. while I struggled just pounding away with a hammer on some of these tiles. So you're just hitting straight down, hoping to break them up. Yep, some of them. Like, you know, a lot of them popped up really easy, but some of them... uh, Now, the first one, the first tile, mm -hmm. did it just like, bing, pop right up and give you that false sense of like, no, this will take me 10 minutes. So I tried... You know, starting in one side and maybe work my way around the corner and come back type of thing. Did not happen. Had to adapt, Steve. And by adapt, I mean find one that was already cracked and beat the holy hell out of it with a hammer. <laughs> all right. By whatever means necessary. It worked. It's all right. So, yeah, that uh, now now I, I my uncle is a like a handyman contractor. Been doing it forever. Have enlisted his help. So we are replacing a bathtub, a vanity, a vanity top, a mirror, a toilet, painting the walls, redoing the floor. Mm-hmm. The world's smallest bathroom will stay the world's smallest bathroom with everything new in yeah. it. Yeah. Been there before. Ugh. It's not fun. Uh, the fact that it is, a, I, in my opinion, the smaller the room, more difficult, yeah. more frustrating, because you have no room for anything. You're just constantly tripping right. over things. Like when we did... Um, 
the floor over the last couple of days, it was a huge project, but everything was kind of spread out. There was sure. no point where we were tripping over each other. We had a perfect system going. Annette was running the saw out back, making all the cuts, coming in, handing me the wood. I was hammering them down. Mm-hmm. She was measuring the next cut. Like we were just doing our, we were doing our thing, clicking like teamwork. Right. But at my first house, at, at my old house, um, I had a small bathroom. Was renovating that too, with then my um, uh, my ex girlfriend, and it was like there was nowhere for either of us to go. If you if there were two people in that bathroom, can't it was, do anything. You're tripping over yeah. each other. So it was like well, I'll just do most of it, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. You just make sure nothing uh, falls. <laughs> yeah, you know, you stand out there in case I yeah need a drink. Yeah, thanks for uh, the the water. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a success for me. Zero trips mm-hmm. because I was just demolishing things. Right. But uh, to say I am terrified would be very, very fair. Yeah. Now I I did overhear. Um, is something starting like in the next couple of days or by this weekend or something that you like? Somebody's coming over to help work on something. I don't think so. Oh. Uh, this is supposed to be all uh, going down now the following weekend. Okay. Because I, I, that, I, did, I did overhear you were talking to Katie and you said something like, well, we got a lot. We got a lot. We got to figure out in the next uh, two to three days if we want this to get started. We, the, and yeah. then the, <laughs> but I'm assuming that you just gave an abbreviated list because your list was like, well, we got to pick out a paint color and yeah. need a faucet. Well, here, so here's the problem. Well, I mean, a paint color. A faucet would probably take you about 15 minutes to pick out if well, you strolled through the big box store. Well, so here's the problem. Okay. Uh, the budget's been blown out of the water. It's done. I You're told, talking I, uh, multiple, like, two times? No, no. It, it, it's not over budget yet. It's going to be. Okay. Um, so I, we were at the last. You, closer than I would like to be. Do you think you'll double the budget? No. Do you think you'll one and a half times the budget? Probably. Okay. Um. We went, we, we by bought it. By the way, do you? Oh, some I am yeah, kind of a little hungry. Parched. So we went to get, uh-huh. we picked out a vanity. Yeah. We still need to pick up the vanity. Okay. We need hardware for the vanity. We need um, the vanity top we got. Mm-hmm. We need to figure out if we can drill out more holes for the faucet because okay. it's quartz. Why can't you just... Well, don't you have to pick out a new faucet anyway? We don't have to. I would like to try to remotely salvage a budget and maybe not pick out an entirely new faucet if I don't have to. Would you have to pay to get that other hole drilled out? Sure. I don't know yet. I don't know if that needs an extra drill bit. I wonder if it might just be easier Mm -hmm. to... Because since you'll have to spend the money anyway, either getting it drilled out or buying a new faucet, just buy the new faucet don't have to worry about the hassle of getting something drilled out counterpoint steve please have i told you about my budget (laughs) yeah but you just said you'd have to spend it either way well i'm assuming like a a drill bit for something if it can drill through quartz would be 10 15 dollars compared to a new faucet which is a hundred dollars so i say save it why don't you have you thought about just running a garden hose up through the hole and then, like, just buy a clamp and <laughs> well, use no, you that. you just put one of the, like, 
Oh, the, like the a sprayer thing, yeah, on the it. thing that you use out in the yard. Yeah, and it'll, it'll obviously already be big enough so it'll never fall through mm-hmm. the hole. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, a genius you'll have, idea. You'll have rain head. Oh, you'll yeah. You'll have, uh, like, blast. Yeah. Do you need extra water in the shower, dear? Here we go. Here yeah. I now, you know, here's the pulsating thing that nobody mm-hmm. uses. <laughs> right. Like, why there's 12, atta- or 12 different modes on, like, why would I just need a beam of water coming out like compressed air? Yeah. Like, it's not a power washer. <laughs> no. What do I need no, that for? Because you have to take rust off a bumper yeah. in the shower. So we have to pick up the vanity, pick out hardware, figure out the faucet. If we need a new faucet or if we can drill it out, we need to pick out a paint color, need to buy a bathtub, figure out how to get that home as well. Mm. All right. There is a list right. that yeah, has I to feel, be done. I feel that's a, that's a pretty justified list. But and now you have a, another week and a half to get it all done. Right. It's easy enough. I'm antsy. Mm-hmm. But we need, you know, I, we want to use that. But we have two bathrooms in the house, and this is the main one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to use the basement bathroom because it's just, well, it's not as easy, right? Yeah. But boy, do I want to try ripping out that vanity. What's stopping you? The fact that we need to use that bathroom. Oh, yeah, right. And I don't know anything yeah, about it. Like do I little... just, like, wiggle the toilet really hard? Yeah. And then just exactly pull on it, right? Yeah, and those little um, those little valves in the back. Yeah, don't worry about them. So I just I rip it out and then I dump because obviously there'll be water in it. I dump that out like into the tub, maybe the sink. Yeah, just upside down. That's what I would do. Okay. Uh, well, do you seriously want to know? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay, there's there's a uh, done. There's no chance that uh, that I'm going to undertake that without. Um, Need me to stop by and help? I tell you what, the day's going to come. I'm going to get antsy before this goes down in a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to say, let's just tear this thing apart. <laughs> There's easy things. Like I have to take the mirror uh, the mirror off, the lighting fixture that we have. Oh, yeah. Take that yeah, down. Easy. Electrical. As easy as a dishwasher. No problem. I hear there's two cords. <laughs> <laughs> there's a gas line. There's a gas line and a plug and, a plug. and nothing's going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to go wrong. So... Uh yeah yeah I'm 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 about to be knee deep in it, and I am scared as hell. So this is why you will not be here for Easter. Yeah, yeah. The weekend my uncle can help. He it's Easter weekend. If you have something to do, um, that's fine. But I said I no plans. It'll be a couple days worth of uh, watching <laughs> because I don't know how to do any of that on my own. Yeah. Um. Yeah, vanity installation seems like a cinch. Just uh, drop the dropper in the corner and uh, throw some glue on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Elmer's right. Just and then uh, you you go underneath and you like just uh, hook the sink up, right? Yeah, just to plug yep. it in. Yeah, there's just one. There's you one plug thing. that in, right? There's just one thing. It says sink, and you just go boop, hooks in, done. and then uh, make sure the drawers open. Sounds yeah. like you got a done deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got... Bathroom done. I mean, thinking of it as half the work. Right. I am most excited about ripping out a bathtub just by cutting it in half and seeing how to repair it. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of fun with uh, at my house, cutting out. But it, the the issue that I ran into was my house was a pretty small house. It was a um, one and a half bathroom. Yep. So posed a bit of a problem when i wanted to replace the shower Mm -hmm. the one shower that i had so i got home from work i gathered all my stuff over the course of like a week or two all the 
Like I bought the the new um, the new shower and the surround yep. and all of the stuff that I would need. And came home. I got home from work around noon on a Friday. And I was like, "This is the weekend. I'm yeah. doing it." So I took my saw and I cut the old tub out, right. which at that point pointed no return. Um, and then I realized, like, I really need to get this done, or else I you, can't shower. You can't take a shower. Cannot take a shower. So. It was a very smelly weekend, but I finally was able to take a shower at about 7 o'clock on Sunday night. Really? It was that big of a undertaking. Well, when I took mine out, you may run into this problem, too. Sure. The pipes weren't exactly in the spot that I needed them to be For in. the new shower. Yeah. Because the new shower was like four inches wider than the old shower. Yeah. So while the pipes were centered in the old shower, when I put the new one in, they were... Okay. Like two, three inches off center. Just go buy a couple of PVC <laughs> tube. Yeah. Like angle, angle yeah. ones. Angle, 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 angle connectors. Iron. Yeah. And uh, boom, back in business, right? <laughs> so that's when I called in the, the help of a friend. I said, do you know anything about plumbing? Because I knew what I needed to do. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't know how to do it. So he came over and he had this big box of spare parts that he had acquired throughout the years because he used to work construction. And uh, just soldered it all up, cut some pipes, cleaned them, straightened it out, moved all the pipes over a couple inches, soldered it up, and bam, back in business. Oh, God, that's going to happen to me, isn't it? Yeah. There's almost no doubt in my mind that that tub's going to come out Mm -hmm. and something stupid, like they ran the water pipe uh, around it, like bottom and then around the top again. It's just something idiotic's going to come up because this house has been nothing but a nightmare for doing what should be Easy. somewhat simple yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, you'll have uh, you'll yeah. have some stupid oh, problems. Um, good thing it, uh, priority is getting the shower hooked up, mm-hmm. getting the toilet hooked up. You get those done, mm-hmm. uh, vanity, floor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm changing my mind as we're sitting here. Might. Uh, just calling the big guns. Do some flooring. <laughs> that I can help you with. That sounds worse. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pro at that. Yeah. Now. Well, uh, Steve, I mentioned the th- my my Thursday day one of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it was a big day for you. Big day it? for me. It was like the eighth year in a row. Now I'm a 31 year old man. Where I sat at a bar for more than 12 hours watching every basketball game that came on the television. Now nearly you- start to finish. So now we, we did, uh, the last few years, we've been a little bit shy of making the final buzzer for the last game. Okay. Because that usually wraps up around like one thirty or so. And you made it, it that, seems. you made it till, because you had told me the other night, you got there at noon, you made it till about 12.15 or 12.30. Yeah. You couldn't do another hour, huh? We could, but at that point I had been done drinking. So I'm sitting there you hungry. You, you cashed out. Yeah. Three different times. Yeah. My last time, which I don't even know how long our waitress was there was just a pizza. <laughs> so there was that gap at night where I didn't do anything related to drinking because, well, one, I, I, I'd had a few. And uh, two, uh, you know, I, I was planning on getting home that night and needed to do it safely. So I stopped drinking. I don't know when. I don't remember. I'm being told... Um, by, by people who were there, people familiar with the situation, that I had a bit too much to drink in the afternoon hours, mm-hmm. 
which is now slowly coming back to me okay. in, in, in some waves. Uh, I do, do remember any, taking Do anything some, you regret? No. No. Not, not for me uh, when, I'm, when I'm at the bar like that. Mm-hmm. Not for me. But that tournament, Steve, one of the greatest weekends in, in, in sporting history. And it's important. What time? It, oh, boy. We got to get into it. It's important, Steve, because we didn't tease this nearly enough. It's time. It's here. You might think your office pools are important. You might think your little online thing with friends and coworkers and family is important. What we have for you right now is important. It is the debut of the Steve 16. Is this Eminem? Oh, this is. Yeah, this is. You got one shot. One opportunity. Yeah. Like, you, we got to be in, like, a bathroom of a dirty yeah. room right now, like, practicing against the mirror. <laughs> Shadow boxing? Yeah. With, like, a... Oh. Oh. Be oh, yeah. Best, oh, I want to be the best. Oh. It's here? Is this uh, the updated One Shining Moment? Yeah, this is what they're planning on using with the video <laughs> montage at the end of the tournament with all those buzzer beaters and then background of, you know, the announcers going crazy when they hit it. It's going to be... I'm going to be honest, I really like this song. <laughs> a little anti-drug PSA, stay yeah. away from the sedatives there. Yeah. So what we have for everybody here in the bracket... Oh, does that mean I have to turn this music off? No, God. I mean, this is the big... So you and me, Steve, like... Alright. The Steve 16. The Steve 16 is here. Now, if you're a relatively new listener or don't understand what we're doing here in the uh, 20 months we've been doing this podcast, yeah, your throat and stomach (laughs) and general uh, body esophageal system (laughs) make some of the most horrifying noises known to man. I think is the safest way to put it. Might be overselling it a bit. So we have, we have been collecting these. Now these used to be not weekly, but I would say bi-weekly, maybe monthly. We would play audio clips of boosted audio clips of Steve's throat and stomach mm-hmm. making atro- a just atrocious noises. Yeah, I mean, not you good. you think the sounds of like Rwandan genocide are bad? Just screams. <laughs> <laughs> what we have for you here today is a matchup doodly pared down to the top 16, Steve. Now, you and I, the selection committee, we went behind closed doors. Yeah. We had these on a board. We talked pros, cons. We listed the merits of each of these. We ranked them. And now we have, uh, with a logo, a couple of logos made so the generously. Logos, the logos are incredible. Yeah. Uh, somebody took the March Madness logo yep. and turned it into... Uh, Belch Badness. Bel- <laughs> Belch Badness. Yep. And somebody else <laughs> made us a beautiful logo. Uh, the Throat Goblin Tournament, the Steve 16 the Steve 2018. 16. And it's a little, yeah, a little green glob of snot. <laughs> So what we have for you today, and as you listen to this podcast today, you, we need you to go to our Twitter, at Steve and Kyle, or our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Steve and Kyle, 
after you hear all of these matchups and vote in all of the polls, the matchups mm-hmm. that are taking place right now. Yeah, all eight of the matchups. Eight first-round matchups this week. So that we're, as obviously week by week, we'll pare this down. We're going to have a national champion, a Steve 16 throat goblin champion yeah. to, to award sometime in, I think, it should come out to like early, early or mid-April. Yeah. So these polls will be posted. Social media, again, Twitter and Facebook. Please vote in all of them. They should be very easy to find. If you can't find them, send us a message. We'll direct you right to them. Your votes are important. Now, there's a bracket to go along with this, Steve. Yeah, exactly. You can actually go download the bracket, fill it out like you do for your uh, your March Madness one. Please do. Fill it out, post it, uh, tweet it at us, post it on Facebook. Yeah. Just send it to us and, uh, you know, tag us in the post so we can follow along. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to say, oh, it's got to be in by this day at right. this time. We don't care. Yeah. This, just, is, yeah. this is stupid and fun. So just uh, download it. Listen to all of the uh, all of the clips that we post. Yeah, so obviously, if you you could be listening to them, we're going to be playing them in any second now, Steve. We'll be playing all these clips, all of these matchups that have been determined so dutifully by the committee. There will also be a link in the description of this show if you want just the matchups. There will be a video on YouTube where you can listen to all of these matchups and really get your trained ear there. Yeah. Now, this is a big deal. I mean, we're talking office pools. Go ahead, print a stack of these brackets, mm-hmm. leave them in the break room. Let everybody participate. Exactly. It's family fun. We've got 16 of the greatest throat goblin universities you've ever heard of, yeah. Steve. Yeah. So the committee, it was a tough time paring it down. We had to we had to shave four from the entire bracket. What we have is the 16 best four matchups. Four number one seeds, four number two seeds, four number three, and four number four seeds. So, do you want to call out a matchup and then, uh, and I can play it? I think we should play all the uh, all the one. Actually, I think we should Let's do the two and three. seeds. The two and three seeds, because obviously the one seeds are the big unveil mm-hmm. at the end that you need yeah. to know. So, to to kick us off, Steve. Now, obviously, uh, uh, all country, all corners of this great country, yeah. and this land. Our first number two versus number three seed, Steve. Vocal Cord Valley getting themselves into a number two seed, taking on previous juggernaut. Now, it's been a while for Mucus University, Steve. <laughs> they haven't won a national title since the 1990s, but they're back. They're a three seed, a lot of promising young talent. Yeah, here. And, and Mucus U coming off that big victory uh, against uh BF University back around Christmas, which uh, they're still talking about. Upset of the year. Upset of the a year. A lot of people say in, in, in the throat conference. So <laughs> oh, this okay. is... A, okay, so this is... A, we're in the, thro- the throat conference. I mean, they're in the throat conference. Okay. So this is the number two Vocal Cord Valley versus Mucus U. Okay, here it is. Here is Vocal Cord Valley. Ooh, versus Mucus U. Ooh. Yeah, very that a, similar. That's a grumbly one. A, a lot of depth... Uh, not a lot of star power there, but both of these rosters go deep, Steve. It's important to take into account when you listen to that how many scores are coming off the bench before you make your picks. Okay, once again, that's number two, Vocal Cord Valley versus number three, Mucus University. Ooh. Now we're going to go to the top right region, Steve, because we didn't name these. In another <laughs> I thought we did. I thought we had given them... I never did name the regions. All right, maybe we'll I tried come up. to keep it clean in case we, I wanted to make a shirt out of this. We could come up with. I bet we can come up with one uh, before we actually post this. Okay, we'll that's not a bad the, idea. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I like the the throat conference, the throat region, um, the bubble gut region, bubble gut. Okay, throat 
Bubblegut, um, uh, Retch. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. The Retch. The Retch region. <laughs> that's with a W. W, yeah. yep. Everybody knows. Um, so, yeah, you know what? Oh, the Almost Barf region. <laughs> We're going to take a trip there right now, Steve, as we go to the almost barf region. Another 2-3 matchup. Now, uh, a, a real upstart this year. Nobody expected him to make the tournament, let alone a two-seed. We have over-salivation Coastal State, Steve. Oh, yes. I did read uh, an article about their young up-and-coming star, uh, Dougie Wilkins, <laughs> and uh, his uh, triple-double yeah. in uh, last week's game. Yeah. Taking on another upstart, not a lot of people thought they'd come out, mid-major conference winner, Snot Bubble State University, Steve. A 2-3 matchup for the privilege to make the sweet, sweet eight. All right, here is Oversalivation Coastal State, a number two seed yeah. versus number three, Snot Bubble State. Oh, yeah. All right, one more time. Oversalivation Coastal State University. That's a good one. That's, that's girthy. It's long, and that's the way they play, Steve. There's a lot of a lot of length on that team. Listen to the hiss too. Yeah, excellent. Okay, versus number three, Snot Bubble State University. A real quick hitter. Yeah, you know they've got some star power starting in that lineup. If you can penetrate the bench, Steve, it's going to be easy to get that team in some danger. The star power ends really, really quick. Very representative of the way they play the game, too. Lots of fast-moving action. Yep. Passing the ball nonstop. It's going to be a good uh, – that, that uh, that's one that I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Now we go to the bubble-gut region, Steve. Another 2-3 matchup. And you, hopefully you're keeping track of which region is Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> and what we have here is a technical school, Steve, making oh. a, an appearance at – Again, nobody thought what happened. Not cut out for this. Fairnix Polytechnic making the tournament. Not not only making it, again as a two seed, favorited on the in the on the the Vegas books to win their first round matchup. The number three seed, University of Jowl. Steve, a big heavy hitter. Uh, obviously known for their years of of prowess in the throat area. <laughs> I thought they were the bubblegut conference. <laughs> Known for their years of prowess in the bubblegut area. Uh, this is almost a home game for the University of Jawa as a three seed, Steve. I think we might be right for an upset. Really? Okay, here's number two. F- uh, f- I think it's Fairnix. F- fair- well, it's spelled it's, Fairnix. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, the, that's the proper spelling. All right, it's uh, the number two seed, Polytechnic. Whoa. <laughs> That one is a number two seed. It's heavy. That should easily be a one seed, if you ask me, although you did, and that's what we determined. That's what we talked about when we were behind closed doors in the committee meeting. Here we are again. Good Lord. It's even got that second little chirp in there. Like, listen to it. Right there. That little click right at yeah, the this end. This is your classic case, Steve, of a head coach making use of talent that nobody else thought could get them anywhere. That's number two, Fairnix Polytechnic, yeah, going up of, against University of Kind of a of ragtag bunch of, uh, ragtag group of characters. Yeah. A real feel-good story, yeah. except for Steve's stomach. Kind of like the Sandlot. Yeah. All right, and this is uh, the number three seed, University of Jowl. <laughs> Whoa. That's the first instance we've had here. Now, this is the bubblegut region of what can only be described as the frog effect. Okay? So now, 
obviously with all of these different noises, uh, you get different qualities, different girth, different levels. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the first absolute instance of a bullfrog. Yeah. Yeah, and that one may rear its ugly head later on in the tournament. You never know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of teams are going to be watching for the bullfrog effect, mm-hmm. possibly feeding off of it, using some of the ideas as they move forward in the tournament. So yeah. once again, that is the number three seed, University of Jowl. All right, that's going to be a great matchup. Now we go to the last region uh, region to be named, uh, and what we have is two really different schools steve Mm -hmm. what we have is the number three seed the trachea school of fine arts (laughs) making an appearance now this is a it's an art school yeah nobody expected their basketball program to be able to make uh the 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 steve 16 yet here they are as a three seed not even limping in not even one of the last four in and they make the tournament taking on number two seed uvula state (laughs) technical university Uvula, that's a little hangy ball right that's the hangy ball in the back of the throat they're experts on it in a two three matchup for the privilege to go to the sweet sweet eight all right here's number two uvula state technical university Whoa, that sounded like a human voice once again. Yeah, that is somebody saying it's quick. Meow. It's quick. It's a human like growl coming at you. And that you have to you have to account for that. Now, in any match like this, you're obviously going to have to deal with the high, the, the, the high paced, fast scoring offense when you have it coming at you just like that. Yeah. And then the number three seed. That was the Trachea School of mm. Fine Arts. It's got some staying power. That one, uh, that, probably one of the longest clips yeah. uh, that we have, which, uh, again, representative of their game. They, they're they drawn out. They uh, they don't rush to the hoop. No. A lot of passing, uh, but not quick. It's very, uh, it, they, they, they really think about things before they do them. Some very interesting matchups there with the 2-3s, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, like you talked about right there, the Trachea School of Fine Arts, making an appearance very long, like to come off the bench, and they can drag that game out and make it seem literally miserable to you like they did it your stomach <laughs> so now we move on the big matchup we got the number one seeds versus the number four steve and the first matchup we're going to be talking about uh another another university you wouldn't expect to see here tonsil tech tonsil tech making an appearance against the number one seed number one overall seed steve gullet institute gullet institute so this uh, this right here is our Virginia versus UMBC. Yeah, so you're talking Tonsil Tech would be your UMBC. You don't you don't know if they should have been here. They're yeah. the last one in the tournament, and that's what that's what they want you to think. Yeah, they want you to let your guard down. Don't let these guys lull you into a sense of security. Gullet Institute in this one four matchup. So Gullet Institute, our number one seed, our number one overall seed. Yep. <laughs> Okay, that we is can, we can see why they're the number that is one going to be seat. tough to beat. You're talking multiple body parts there, Steve. I think there's some throat, some stomach rumbling, possibly some like a neck crack. Almost. Yes, there's a lot of functions happening on Gullet Institute. There we go, Gullet Institute, the number one seed, taking on the number four seed, Tonsil Tech. Wow, breathy. The fact that that is a four seed is insulting. To all of the other teams involved, mostly insulting to them, not insulting at all to the other teams because that's just silly. Um, but yeah, that, that tonsil, come on, where do we have a representative from the committee? I mean, I would demand answers. 
You're talking about a team, again, limping into the tournament right now, losing their star player. Uh, they're, they're just trying to get by, but they're getting by on sheer willpower. But I don't know, Steve. Gullet Institute is a national throat powerhouse. I can't argue with that. <laughs> um, I just want to hear this noise again. Very breathy. Very breathy. Very breathy. We move across the bracket, Steve. We have... The another number one, number four, with the number four seed, busted larynx A and M making an appearance. The uh, the the fighting teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the bust. Okay, so to be clear, it's the busted larynx larynx A and M busted teeth. Oh, I thought I said fighting teeth. Oh, fighting teeth. Fighting teeth. Fighting teeth. Busted larynx A and M. Why not the pearly whites? Now, that sounds like a racial thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Busted Larynx A&M. Uh, uh, what did I say now? Fighting teeth. Fightin teeth are taking on in the stunner of the decade, Steve. This team making it as a not only making it, making it as a number one seed. Dumb mouth community college. <laughs> Dumb mouth community college. Boy, huh? this is weird. It's almost like the the uh, university ran out of uh, okay. names and they resorted to <laughs> just insults. Just insulting of body parts. <laughs> the dumb mouth community college uh, uh, fat lips are finally in the tournament for the first time ever as a number one seed taking on that. the busted Larynx a Dreams do come true. And here they are, Dumb Mouth Community College. Ooh. Not bad. Yeah. In a real upset. Uh, uh, again, staying power is key. And these are all things you have to take into account when you're voting on these matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the, uh, the, the whoever they're playing. The Busted Larynx A&M Fighting Teeth. <laughs> fighting Teeth. <laughs> Oh, I like how that one builds. It built. It's a it's a slow build, kind of like their season. Steve, mm-hmm. they started off nine and twelve, nothing really brewing. They rattled off fifteen straight to make the of tournament. Of course, yeah, everybody heard the story for the privilege to fight the dumb mouth community college fat lips. <laughs> All right, uh, what do we have? One more uh, or two? Two more. Two more. Two more. Okay. Uh, we move to the uh, other corner <laughs> yeah. of, of the bracket that is that's not named. As will all be determined. Yeah. And what we have is a university, again, a lot of these, you don't expect them to make it. The number one seed, number three overall, Steve, we have the esophagus, Episcopalian University uh, Rebels. <laughs> no name. I don't know. <laughs> I think Rebels. The Rebels are great. Yeah, Episcopalians and the Rebels. <laughs> The Esophagus Episcopalian University taking on number four seed, sneaking in there. Uh, the, the the last draw, second to last draw, Snot State. Oh, that's a great name, it's Snot a, State. It's a great matchup here, Esophagus Episcopalian. There's Esophagus Episcopalian one more time. Man, man. Gritty. Grumbly, crackly. Yeah. They're going to bang you down low. That's what's going to happen. They're going to beat you at the hoop. They're not going to let you... uh, They're not going to let you get down low and out-rebound them. That's Esophagus Episcopalian. And the number four seed, Snot State. Just looking at this one, it looks like it's got a little character to it. And it does. Oh, that's a rumbler. See, now that That's a bear. Listen, there's a bear growling. That's a roar. 
That could be, now close your eyes for a minute, and you might be on an African safari, because that was a lion roaring in the distance, Steve. Another one verse four. You know what? Listening to him even now as a committee member, Steve, it's easy to feel and see some upsets brewing here. Yeah, I I think that uh, it's not state that we just played uh, one more time. The lion roar (laughs) that is that has the potential to be the upset of the year. Yeah, you might be nearing the fat mouth four. If you're as a four seed, that would be a right. huge upset. Unbelievable. And our last matchup, Steve, another n- number one versus number four. Now, the, the the winner of this match will take on the winner of Uvula State Tech and Trachea School of Fine Arts. Obviously, everybody studied the bracket by now. We have the number one seed, Acid Reflux Correspondence School. Whoa. Taking on number four, sneaking in as a four seed, Hogmaw Academy. <laughs> Hogmaw Academy, huh? Yeah, that's the... Uh, the like a fine hog, academy. hog ma academy uh, hooves. <laughs> you think they would just be the hogs? <laughs> it's disrespectful to the rest. <laughs> That's acid reflux correspondence school, Steve. What? How about a dark horse for the national champion? I know it's a one seed. A lot to be stated about the demon-like qualities right there. If you see them in the, in the national championship against the Esophagus Episcopalian University... Oh, imagine that. That would be better than the 68 uh, final. Oh, you can't have it. You, you're not going to beat that. So that's the number one seed, Acid Reflux Correspondence. Ugh. Just uh, haunting. Taking on the number four seed, Hogmaw Academy. <laughs> that's M-A-W. Yeah. Hogmaw. Hogmaw Academy Hooves. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on it. Oh, it's okay. We'll, we'll give it one more time. Again, the hooves. <laughs> there you have it. Now, I see there, I see a runaway. Now, I think they got a nice draw. Acid Reflux got a real nice draw to the Fat, fat Mouth 4. And I really like the upstart quality of Snot State, Steve. There's a lot to like about a lot of these matchups. And yep. again, diligently thought out by the committee behind closed doors, hours spent, sequestered from families uh, as these matchups were debated. Again, all of these matchups and the bracket, please find them uh, at Stephen Kyle on Twitter, st- Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. Uh, Print them, leave them in the office, Yeah, start an office pool, mm-hmm. share these. Uh, again, there will be a YouTube video in the show description as well as on the polls on, on Twitter and Facebook. If you need to hear this audio again of all of these amazing first-round matchups that are all going to be live, well, if you're list- probably, unless you're listening to this first thing, they'll be up Tuesday afternoon. They will be closing sometime Saturday, uh, so be sure to get your votes in early make sure you really think about them you know you you get one vote yeah you don't want to ruin it uh by clicking around like some idiot because you think like a school name's funny no that's not what we're here for take it seriously folks we are trying to find the national throat goblin champion after we pare it down obviously we have the the steve 16 we're going to the sweet eats eight we're going to the fat lip four and then we're going to the Throat Goblin National Championship, Steve. This is a big deal. It's very exciting. Very exciting. You know, if, I feel like it's been weeks because it has. Uh, last week I had a yeah. Fast Five prepared. Uh, we didn't get to the Fast Five. And then 
when I opened up the note on my phone where I normally keep track of my Fast mm-hmm. Five, I saw in there, oh, I never deleted my note from last week. Deleted everything. The, I could have still used them all. So I ended up coming up with five brand new ones oh. for the Fast Five. Well, that's nice. I actually actively chose to use outdated <laughs> 1.3-week-old news statements. So okay. uh, maybe I'll talk Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be yeah. a real grab bag coming right. up. Yeah, yeah. the, the Olympics, they're going to start any day now. <laughs> right. Haven't done these since the start of February. Uh, Stormy Daniels. Uh, so she's getting sued, right? Mm. For millions? Yeah, but I think 20. 20, 20 million. million. She's oh. now crowdfunding legal help so she can uh, speak her truth, Steve. Next... Now, this, I actually dug into the new bag. Cynthia Nixon. Mm. She was a, a, a character, I don't know her name, on uh, Sex in the City. Okay, which which one was she? Yeah. The uh, the short-haired one, red, uh, uh, ghost-like. Oh, the red-headed one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know exactly what you're talking you about. You haven't she heard the, the news? She was the older one, right? Yeah. You haven't heard? I, no. Oh, boy. Big update. Big update. Oh, man. I can't wait for my uh, Sex Cynth- in the City Cynthia, update. Cynthia Watson update. It's, it's Nixon. It's Nixon. It's God, Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> Huge fan. Huge fan. Listen, Cindy Wilson is one of the <laughs> nicest people on the planet. How dare you disparage her? Uh, next, Martin Shkreli. Shkreli? How do you pronounce it? I think, yeah, Shkreli. I think that's it. Which just sounds like a little wormy guy name. It fits, it fits his it fits image, so right? Well. Oh, it's gross. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, I heard that he cried at his oh. arraignment. Is that, is that what it? That's, yeah, yeah. The arraignments when you get. Wait, no. The sentencing. Yeah, sentencing. Get, yep, okay. yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Tears. Arraignment. Arraignment happens before. Yep. Okay. Tears. Uh, North Korea. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> it's been so long that you don't even remember. <laughs> it just came to me though. It's the news cycle makes it all crazy uh, but North, yeah, i do remember so north korea uh i'm assuming a week and a half ago that was <laughs> referencing uh when the big story was that uh trump agreed yeah. to meet with north korea the big summit rocket man and uh, uh what was he calling him oh like fat stupid fat, or something yeah yeah rocket man and fathead <laughs> meeting in may or something supposedly. yeah good good that's uh that's nice what could go wrong mm, yeah I maybe mean, they'll both bring their buttons he, you know that Trump will come back from that, referring to him as a good man, a fine yeah. person, yeah. my good, my new good friend, a great leader, a great leader. I mean, look at the sacrifices that his oh, his people have made. Beautiful. And lastly, Steve, I know you're all over it this weekend. You talked about your laying floor, but mm-hmm. you could barely keep your eyes, you know, broken away long enough to slap another piece of bamboo down. The NCAA Basketball Tournament. Well, uh, secretly, uh, I'll now reveal the secret. The reason I was putting that hardwood down <laughs> is so, uh, you know where the clock used to be yeah. over the um, over the, the fireplace? Sure. Uh, it's being replaced with a basketball hoop. Oh, my goodness. We're going to uh, uh, hoop it up? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what, is that what they... Ball, jock, ball out? Jock jams. We're going we're gonna to jock jam in your we're living room. Basketball. So all we need to do is put your couch on wheels. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no problem. Uh, obviously, the sounds of sneakers scuffing and yeah. Achilles rupturing will be <laughs> prevalent in no time. You hoping to take out the other one? I, you know what? I think it'd be nice if I could match the right foot mm-hmm. with the left yeah. foot. Uh, yeah, crazy. Probably one of the uh, most wild opening weekends of the NCAA tournament ever. Yeah. Two couple, number one seeds great gone. Buzzer beaters. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some really fun basketball. Unless you're a Michigan State or a Virginia fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> that one Michigan was it the Michigan State dude who his three pointer was blocked. And yeah, yeah, he, caught it, and then, and then he th- caught. He jumped up, yeah. caught it, and in the same motion, yeah, ha- threw it up. What was that? At halftime, at halftime, at the halftime buzzer. Yeah, hit that shot. They couldn't hit anything open those days. No, no, no. Michigan, on the other hand, uh, your North Korea your, your, your was before that. Big so Rocket Man big and Michigan Fat fan Man meeting Kyle, in May for the big Kyle, summit. Huge Lord Michigan hopes fan. it works out. Martin wow. Shkreli. <laughs> Huge fan of Michigan. Uh, actually, no, you're, uh, as everyone knows, you're a fan of the Michigan State Steves. Michigan State Steves. <laughs> go Steves. I believe somebody, and this didn't go mentioned, uh, I can't believe you didn't get blown up, Steve. We did a podcast bracket challenge oh, again. Oh, I did. I got a few messages. Um, you, that, uh, you, you, you didn't do it then? I was tending to my, uh, oh, my recently uh, out-of-surgery dog who will always have priority over nearly everything in my life. It was like eight minutes. Uh, North Korea, you, you son of a bitch! <laughs> you take it back. I love Lola. You know that. Uh, North Korea. We talked about. So, I still don't believe this will happen. For me, this is Mayweather no. McGregor uh, of the world because <laughs> this has much more implications than a hundred dollar pay per view fight. It's nuclear Mayor Mayweather McGregor. Yeah. I don't think it happens. Not happening. I think something's going to interfere. A tweet. I mean, you've seen like presidential visits to and from like Mexico and other countries get canceled because of what our president is tweeting and saying. He'll be on the plane on the way to Pyongyang and he'll tweet like, on my way to meet that fat idiot now. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fire off one of his patented uh, toilet tweets where he's no doubt like uh, going to the bathroom over the ocean call him rocket man again and then like insult his hair yeah and then uh you know have to land in china to turn around mm-hmm. oh i'm All dreading right, so, it, yeah, it we'll, can't go well we will though uh here on the Stephen podcast Stephen kyle podcast we'll have full coverage mm-hmm. if that meeting does happen live we'll go live yeah yeah we'll hit the uh the, the breaking news thunder listen this harkens back to our election 2016 coverage <laughs> where we were all over it you're talking to two uh Political newsbreakers, the uh, uh, the Woodward and Bernstein of 2018 podcasting. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. When Trump and Kim Jong Un meet, Steve and Kyle were live. Look at that! Oh, that worked great. You hit the post and everything. Uh, Martin Shkreli. Now, this is the guy who was the farmer bro. Yeah, most known for a couple of things. One was essentially buying a company that had was it insulin. It, I, thought it was, I thought it was an HIV. Oh, was it? Uh, Something very necessary medici- for, for yeah. medicine and jacked the price, I want to say, 1,000%. It's like 750 I, a dose. Yeah. It went from, yeah, it went from like 10 bucks to something ridiculous. Which I don't think there's anybody defending him in case you are. I know that's his right. As the business yeah. owner, he can do what he wants. It doesn't make bro. you less of a, a, a dick. Yeah. Um, also known for uh, buying a Wu-Tang Album Wu Tang Clan album for a yeah. million dollars or something. It was I think it was two million dollars. It was the only copy, only copy of it in existence um, that apparently they recorded years ago. Yeah. It was I don't know the whole story behind it, but it it was never released for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know if it was uh, if it was at any point going to be released mm-hmm. or if it was just a hey we're just going to do this thing and record it and put it yeah. on the shelf, but. 
Boy, I almost called him the Wu-Tang Club. <laughs> Big fan, huh? Well, you know, I, I like my Emilio Estevez and, <laughs> you know, the uh, the Molly Ringwald and the right. Breakfast Club. So yeah. I thought so, yeah. maybe. So uh, uh, yes. Shkreli, a couple of years ago, probably three, four years ago, bought that album. Um, then started some kind of feud with the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, he's since been sentenced to... Yeah, he defrauded investors mm-hmm. for a lot of money and was sentenced to years in prison if i'm not so was his crime anything to was it in all at all related to the whole drug totally legal what he did okay um obviously made him you know public enemy number one for people who needed that type of medicine and couldn't afford it so all eyes were on him yeah and defrauded investors i i don't know the details that's well above my pay grade to understand what those what frauding and insider trading stuff how that works but yeah was sentenced to years in prison weeping Mm -hmm. so to read people say oh boy i would love to like bottle those tears and look at them on a sad rainy day so i can remember that there is happiness in the world because this is a guy who took runs at you know sick people and uh, is is crazy homophobic. Mm-hmm. He just I don't know how he has his money. I know there's a story. I would choose yeah, not to no read anything about this guy. He is a huge, uh, like probably the biggest public enemy. Yeah, like yeah. There's uh, I can't imagine there are many people that are ugh. on his side. Cynthia Nixon, uh, the Cynthia the Watson, tall C- Cindy Cindy w- Cindy Will uh, Cindy Wendy Wilson Williams. <laughs> Uh, the tall alien-looking one, mm-hmm. uh, not Sarah Jessica Parker, the other one that looked like a tall alien. Uh, repeat her name for me again, because I already forgot. Cynthia Nixon, star of Sex and the City, the TV show, pretty much what she's it? known for. Would you believe if I told you that I typed in CYN and it autocorrected? Did it? Yeah. Announced today, Steve, her candidacy for oh. the governor of New York. I've actually, I actually heard the story, Did but you? I didn't know because she looks. Significantly different, different yeah, because yeah. I think in the show she was a redhead. Yeah, but it looks like because uh, all the pictures I've seen of her, I thought, man, she looks familiar, yeah. but I couldn't place it. So uh, another chaos celebrity making a run for the gu- gubernatorial seat of the New York of New York State. Now, who is that? Aunt Cuomo. Yes, Andrew Cuomo mm-hmm. is is the current governor. So um, I don't even know when that is, but I, you really want to run the gamut on the other side with? Mm-hmm celebrities again yeah well and I'm, I'm assuming that that she is a democrat yeah yeah absolutely yeah it is cuomo cuomo uh american politician democrat governor of new york state like new york almost guaranteed she'll get out of the primary as as the candidate i'm guessing mm-hmm. unless somebody like hillary decides to run you know so, like a big name i'm assuming that cuomo cannot run it i'm assuming there's a two-term she might just be a challenge limit or okay i don't know i don't know the details on it so hmm. yeah uh back in the uh, a celebrity running for office it listen we're like 90 for 100 what could go wrong with <laughs> with another one right yeah. everybody raves about schwarzenegger mm-hmm. uh raved about jesse the body ventura and then yep. i mean he didn't go looney tunes at all yeah no no totally uh, going well uh, before that, Stormy Daniels. So what a saga this whole thing has been. What When it started, felt like, I don't want to call it a footnote, but really, of all the things that have happened in the Trump presidency, him sleeping with a porn star 10 years ago felt like a footnote. Mm-hmm. But now is becoming something bigger um, with a probably not verified non-disclosure agreement because yeah. it wasn't signed by Trump. 
and reports now of threats against her five years ago. She went public with this affair and the payoff. And now a recorded interview with CBS of 60 Minutes that Trump, that our president is trying to stop a porn star from giving on a national news uh, news program hmm. by taking her to court. Boy, I wonder why he, why would he be nervous that she's going to give an interview? It's what a saga. You can't write this, Steve. A porn star is being sued for $20 million by our president. Mm -hmm. So he can't, so she can't talk about how they had sex and how she was paid off for it. 12 years ago now. Yeah. What is he worried about? Because I, I think it's the intimidation the idea that she was intimidated into signing this agreement against her will mm-hmm. because this happened he, what, he hadn't he didn't sign it correct so this was done what i think 10 days before uh the general election in 2016 mm-hmm. and is has become public now i there's a there's a court date for july does our president have to go to civil court to show <laughs> face against stormy daniels i uh, i think what? I mean, like, if you get a, one of those notices to appear in court, it just goes to show, like, of all the things that have gone down that may um, may be illegal, may be impeachable, Bill Clinton impeached for having mm-hmm. sexual relations in the Oval Office and lying about it. Yeah. What if 20 years later, another president goes down for having sex and trying to cover it up using, like, intimidation... It goes through, like, you could manufacture an election. You can do whatever. But, ooh, you don't mess with those family <laughs> values, man. You don't do it. We'll impeach the hell oh, out of you. That's ridiculous. So Stormy I, Daniels. Yeah, I look forward to seeing how it plays out. Is that it? That was it. Okay. All five. Oh, man, I cannot count. Make them quick. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. All right. First on the list, UMBC. What a story. Fun from top to bottom. Uh, fun to be able to watch history. That's what it was, was history. All right, number two, Irish car bombs. Mm. <laughs> Boy, you check in with me another 363, and uh, I'll dread the next one. Okay, next on the list is Michigan versus Houston. Mm-hmm. Michigan versus Houston. Oh boy, it's you know we're having headphone issues here today too. A lot of them. So yeah, that's uh, that was a that was a basketball game, man. I was on at uh, I want to say that was Saturday night. That was mm-hmm. like a nine forty p.m. tip Eastern. I'd put you eight forty Central, seven forty Mountain, six forty Pacific. Yeah. I believe like uh, the game before it ran a little late, so I think it tipped off like 20 minutes late, which puts you a little past 7 o'clock Pacific. Yeah. And you want to go to Hawaii at like 3 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. So. You're really not saying anything, except for what you, time the game was on. Uh, schedule, viewing guides are very important, Steve. Especially after the Especially event. after it happened, to recap like... <laughs> on a know, podcast that could be listened to anytime in the next eternity i'm the van gogh podcast steve i'm painting a picture okay i'm doing my splishy splashes and uh, i'm painting a picture of when and where that game may have taken place depending on where you were in this country next on the list number if you were overseas Um, it's the clock starts going the other way (laughs) that's a whole other issue next on the list on the fast five stan lee Oh no! I hope something Did new we didn't talk, come have out. Have we talked about him lately? Uh, there was, I believe, I mentioned him. 
How a month it, and a half ago, the nursing company. I didn't know if there's an update on that. How they're like uh, people are trying to. He's surrounding himself with shady people, and oh no, like a lot of people have extorted a ton of money from him. Oh, um, but then there was some weird. Honestly, I don't even remember why I put him on the list. It was something like he found a dog that belonged to. Or, yeah, or, somebody or his, a celebrity his found his dog. Uh, oh, um, football player. What was his name? Um, I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. Uh, not not Rashad. No. I know exactly who you're, what you're talking about, but yeah. Brown. Um, something Brown. James? <laughs> no. No, no, no. James Brown was not a football the player. The legless wonder? <laughs> Is it Jim Brown? The running Jim back? Jim Brown. The running so, back? Yeah. Yes. James. James Brown. James Brown. How did he find... How did he chase it? <laughs> did he have a car? So, yeah. Apparently, uh, Stan Lee's dog was lost, and yeah. Jim Brown, the football player, found it. 95-year-old Stan Lee. I don't know if he should have a dog at that age. No, probably not. I mean, but I he's, mean, unless he's got it's handlers, like, unless it's a like service dog, yeah, medic alert dog. Boy, Stanley, I, crazy to see him still going at his age. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, and finally, Betsy DeVos didn't go well. No, no, not safe well. to say uh, they should probably keep administration mouthpieces and secretaries of whatever off of sixty minutes. Maybe that's why they're so worried about Stormy Daniels because sixty minutes so shredded Betsy DeVos. Uh, yeah, looked, well, to be fair. She, she shredded, shredded herself. She shredded herself. Uh, she looked absolutely the fool. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible interview to the point where the news cycle the day after was that she's essentially... The reason she was on 60 Minutes was to talk about a like a council or something for school yeah. violence to the point where Monday it was heavily insinuated she's not involved any longer because <laughs> she so bombed this interview yeah. on 60 Minutes. Yeah, not a good look. Uh, before that, we had Stan Lee. Apparently, uh, younger people are stealing all of his money. Really? Yeah. yeah and... I can't even begin to tell you how much money that man has. He is a guy who uh, goes to comic shows. By now, I think he's about 98% retired and wanted to retire 20 years ago. So he just kept raising the fee for him to go there Mm -hmm. and people kept paying it. Yeah. So he finally had to force himself into retirement now. But his signature alone on a comic book right now is still worth hundreds of dollars. Is it really? Yeah. Just for his signature on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michigan, Houston. Mm hmm. So if you go, like, if you're in. Like South America. Yeah. What about Newfoundland? Because aren't they like a half hour ahead? Is that of, it? That's uh, where yeah. you start getting into that. Like, so if you want to talk like Middle East, like if you want to go like where, you know, Afghanistan, you know, yeah, there's like soldiers. What's, what's that, 12 hour? That's a hours? nine and a half nine hours a half forward. Hours. I mean, if you want to talk like uh, Japan, I believe, Tokyo, 12 hours. Mm. So they weren't watching it, Steve, at 940 Eastern, like 940 p.m. They're watching it at 940 a.m. 940 a.m. the next day. The next day. It was the future. the future. It's unbelievable. So what did you think at the end of the game? Probably ended around what time? Yeah. Um, played in Wichita. Nice city. Uh, that's in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, home of the uh, Wichita State Shockers, who were also in the NCAA basketball tournament, Steve. Home of the Wizard of Oz? Wizard, obviously. Not not there anymore. No. Toto. Um, yeah. Nothing to say about the game, though. The no. actual gameplay. I mean, is what, what time zone is Alaska in? And moving on, Irish car bombs. There's a reason I put this on the list, and you know that reason. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that video didn't make it. No, it didn't. Uh, there's a very good reason for that, because Twitter has a 45-second limit. Really? And the video clocked in at about 55 or 56. Oh, could we cut, like, I'm sure we drinking could. it, right? I'm sure we could cut some out. But yeah, well, we decided to partake, Steve, in I feel like some... it cuts out the, some of the allure. Some holiday festive drinks on Saturday night, uh, St. Patrick's Day. 
Uh, you ordered us a round of Irish car bombs. Yeah. Uh, and as I preface these by saying, I don't like Guinness and I don't like Bailey's. <laughs> so, but surely you like them combined. You throw them together. What could go wrong? I, I, you made it. You're a champ. You, you went right through it. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. I um I hadn't done a car bomb in probably a decade. Yeah. And as soon as we got to the the place that we were at, Annette and I got there about 15 minutes before you guys. So we sat down and there's a little card on the table that says uh, St. Patrick's Day specials. Yeah. And I looked at it and I'm like, ooh, Irish car bombs. And Annette just looks at me and she's like, oh god. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'll do one, but only because I asked her, do you want one? No. All right, I'm gonna do one, but only if Kyle will do one. You showed up. At first, you said no. Within about a minute, I convinced you to do one. Yeah, it didn't take much. And uh, so that drink showed up, and dropped that shot of Bailey's right in there. Bam, down the hatch. And, then, <laughs> and I don't know if you saw me, but I looked at Annette. And I kind of gave her a nod. I was like, old man, still got it. Still got it. <laughs> and then you looked over at me, saw me slap down a quarter of a glass of Guinness yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah, you were drinking it like if I try to pour water into my dog's mouth. Yeah, it was so bad. Lapping at it as it falls on the floor. I probably could have finished it. There's no question I could have finished it. It's so weird because I didn't know how far along I was. I was like, well, if I keep going, like, what if like three more glugs is where I throw up? Because again, I don't like either of those ingredients. So I set it down. I go, I'll finish it in a second until you remember. Mm -hmm. uh, It's a milk based liqueur mixed with Guinness. So it leaves really gross looking white chunks oh, in yeah, it, it, it curdles, curdles. it curdles yeah. so it became a substance more than a drink so mm-hmm. uh, don't worry i made up for it i slammed the manliest drink we could find on that menu uh we had two dirty girl scouts right after that steve again fantastic drinks wives women <laughs> yeah. sitting inches from us and two men in their 30s mm-hmm. clinked dirty girl scouts <laughs> and drank them down and it was great. Yeah. Uh, for about the next 20 minutes, though, I had a little little gut Ooh, rot oh. because there was a lot of cream that yeah. was just kind of being yeah. tossed around in my stomach mm. with pizza. Yeah, it was a little bit rough, but... We once, still got... You still got it. Still got... Old man still got it. Still got and it. still uh, slam a car bomb with the rest of them. First on the list was UMBC, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Yeah. First, uh, the Retrievers... First ever number 16 seed in the men's tournament. Uh, a lot of people forget, Steve, the Harvard women. Uh, I don't know the year. We're a 16 seed that upset a one in the women's tournament. Yeah, who can uh, forget? But the UMBC Retrievers upset the number one overall seed, Virginia, at like 33-2. and two. Uh, And not just upset, an absolute butt kicking. It was like 20 points, It was right? a 20-point win. I think I might have been the last person... To, to know to find out about that really because uh, you told me at probably eight o'clock on Saturday night, but that game had was Friday on night. Friday night, yeah, no clue, no idea. Oh whatsoever. boy, uh, yeah. I mean, as absolute history, you know, at any point, at any moment, you think uh, it's you know they'll end up rolling them or you know scoring twenty five out of twenty eight points and yeah. beating them, but unbelievable. What is, what is uni- like? What is uh, Virginia's mindset right now? Like those players are sitting at home, yeah. Or sitting back in their dorm or wherever they are, just watching, thinking that should be us. I'd rather How did we do this. I'd rather lose like Houston, like on a buzzer beater, yeah, whatever. Who and did, and obviously who did that Houston was, lose to? Um, but that was in the second round anyway. But if you like, if you were to do that in the first round, 
I'd rather lose a buzzer beater than get yeah. walloped by a 16. Because your name's remembered forever. Mm-hmm. If you lose to a 16 seed, the yeah. University of Virginia will always be remembered for being the one that broke the seal and getting spanked by a 16. Yeah. Great story, though. Obviously, the Twitter good. account became uh, massively oh, famous. They just started trolling everybody who, yeah. had, who had made fun of them. Awesome. So, yeah, no, that was fun to watch. You, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. Been yeah. 30 years since. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun for something that I didn't watch, didn't know about until... Did you see the highlights, though? Roughly 24 hours later. No. Really? I saw some guys running up and down oh, the court Oh, man, a the times. kids on the court. That was great. Great stuff. I did. Keith. I saw some of the celebrations. Yeah, yeah. Game? No. No. Too busy. Yeah, I got I got flooring to install. Yeah, that dog. It was a busy weekend. Yeah, the poor dog. Had to keep her penned up in the kitchen all every, weekend. Every, by the way, if it was you, if you're a podcast listener and you sent a care package for Lola to Steve. Actually, it was sent to Aaron Rodgers yes, sorry. at the radio station. You have to tell um, us. Yeah, I need to know who that was because thank you so much. That was incredible. Uh, but there was no note or anything in there, so I don't know... On who it purpose. came from. Yeah. Don't know who to thank. I want to thank somebody. Lola wants to thank somebody. We'll take a yeah. selfie of her eating yeah. those uh, marrow sticks and, and send them to On you. her blanket. Yeah, she was uh, She was very thrilled to eat one of those earlier. And again, thank you to Nikki. If you haven't heard, we... That's me munching on more peanut one butter. One time. There it is. Mm. Peanut butter M&M's. We are eating candy. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Great gift. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. You can download, subscribe, and review the show in iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, and Libsyn. StephenKyle.Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com on Twitter, at StephenKyle, Facebook.com slash StephenKyle, both of those social media places. That's where you have to go. Um, as soon as you download this podcast, if it's still within, uh, what, three or four days of it being released, so if it's before, like, March 25th, 24th, yeah. get to uh, social media, Stephen Kyle on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. You can vote in the Steve 16, yeah, the Mouth Globule Tournament oh, man, of Champions. Great matchups. Lots of great matchups. You'll be able to listen to all of the matchups and then uh, cast your vote. So looking forward to the updates next week. We'll talk to you then. 